Blog Talk Radio. Scientific breakthroughs, the unveilings, spiritual revelations, the openings. That's fine. Hijacking the mind. What? Aluminum bonds with intelligence. Rewind the message. Merry Christmas. 13 indigenous immigrants. State of the unison. Addressing nothing. Foundations can ruin. Level to level. Fuck the embezzlement. Tales from the crib. Hitting blood rituals. 50 scores flying over California. Vacation. Flying dragons. Swords and daggers. Lions and tigers. Gotta get my bearings. Or parish. Raw flesh, vampire, vegetarian I'm a malnutrition, chemically imbalanced Ethiopian, inhaling kush Blue projects get pushed Mold with the bush Standing on the middle line, no defining Swirling dervish, in between space and time Just a fix Tuesday, another news day North, east, west, south, west Not here to confuse the day Just a fuse the way Suffer from pain in your back to aches in your knees. Come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted. Plugging in the amp, 
rock of the ages, son of the undead vampire, immortal rage, I bleed red ink on the page, words and truth, no signature, tis the blur from invisible literature, sitting at the dock of the face of Otis, having rituals, turn the lights off, it can get real quick, sir, milk and pot mix, I'm in search for a fix, walking backwards, looking forwards, patiently waiting, don't ignore it, holding two swords like peace signs aimed at your board. Information 
and they was bringing it like they did last week. You know, you know it. All right, but this week do the same thing again. Like I was saying, pretty much just going to um, speak on the same concept of trap music versus freedom music, but we're going to elaborate on different aspects of uh, music as well as um, who we are in general, how certain vibrations can alter our psychology and alter our mood, emotions, whatnot, and how this uh, can be affecting us as far as um, as far as our emotional exchange is concerned and certain things that we may be participating with throughout the day, maybe altering our conscious awareness to a certain degree. You know. And you know, looking at trap music versus freedom music or trap versus freedom or trap or freedom, it's really not a versus like a opposition for all it's just like uh in it's just like in basically in yin yang principles where you have two op two opposite forces that complement each other. So maybe it should be trap and freedom, you know, because some may go through the struggle, meaning the trap in order to um, realize that some freedom somewhere, you know, inside of all this, when one may observe their participation, basically, as we move through it, and then at the end of the day, they like, hold up, you know, something ain't right. You know, so they start in that, in that particular instance, that's when they start to become free of those, uh, those binds or whatnot, things that may cause us to be um, so connected to whatever it is in front of us that we feel that that's uh, in that participation that is a must and it is necessary. So this week we're just going to talk on a few things, speak on a few things in that manner. And um, I'm not going to be on too long tonight. Got to do some catching up. Been on the highway for the past few days, getting some things together out there in the midst of the grid, the matrix and whatnot. Good things today, though, as we do experience these days, we, it's like it's a learning process with all of this, you know what I'm saying? I'm learning every day, you know. I'm not a master. I'm a student, you know. I'm not, we should always be a student, always be humble enough to accept the honor of being a student, a master student, master teacher, master teacher student. Really not, you know, we're, we're all here to learn and to continue to grow in the process of learning. And that, it builds character, but it also helps with our intent as we move on in these transition. You know, they call it merit in some aspects of uh of Buddhism and Taoism. I um I'm just clicking buttons for no reason over here on the computer. Hold up. I uh it's been a nice week here. You know, we've been doing some things out there like I said on the move. And working on a video, got a video for that trap of freedom Together, I'm gonna give thanks to uh, Goddess. Uh, I guess you could say that's the name of the group, but the singing in the background, my nieces slash goddaughters slash friends, but they're the daughters of my best friends. Um, Puma, give thanks, and uh, Yard Mall, El Wally out there, give thanks to the brother and sister, and their creative. Um, Imaginative, beautiful children. They have four children. All of them are exceptional. You know, the rainbow children, you could say. Or just, 
uh, indigo, rainbow, all that the above. Get back to the to the brother and sister and the children. Um, so we were speaking on how um, sound or how trap music in general. We're talking, we're speaking on trap music, but basically the 808 or the low end um, sound that is attached to the music. It's not per se the music in its uh, effect as as far as uh, the instrumentation, like the way in, inside of that genre of music is uh, hi-hats, snappy snares. Um, they have a lot of uh, a lot of different sounds like string instruments. Um, uh, let me think, uh, kicks, of brass, um, and it has some sometimes a triangle in there, ding ding like that, you know. You know, I made I've made a few. I really can't get. I can't. I don't know. I guess because I came up in a different time, making and producing beats like that man. The beats I make normally have a old school type of feel to the boom bap boom bap. Yeah, I can make that type of music as well. Put the eight oh eight in there and give it a go. That, but the 808, like I'm saying, it's not particularly a genre of music, being trap music or any type of music, but the 808 in general, having that low-end um, sound to it, it's on an extra-low frequency. You know what I'm saying? Extra-low vibration, I would say. But the extra-low frequency is um, connected to long waveforms. We spoke on this a couple of times, but that long wave uh, has more energy attached to it as far as information. And we look back at uh, Dr. Uh, what's his name? Masiro uh, Emoto. I'm not mistaken. That's his name. Masiro Emoto. E-M-O-T-O. Where he did those experiments with water. And in those experiments, he noticed that um, by putting harsh words like hate or fear or I'm going to kill you or something like that on the water. It made the water gross and uh, rigid and, and broken up into uh, like a bacterial type of fungus or something that was not um, beautiful. Or in, in other words, when they put, uh, you know, love, love words or love, power, intention, like love or honor or uh, playing good music behind it, it um, water have um, clusters within it that were um, crystalline structures that were basically geometrical and like snowflakes, beauty behind it. And ultimately, what they found that um, through the intention of the word or the definition of the word in the mind being connected to that word, that we have the potential to alter uh, water, water or in particles in general. The reason I'm speaking on that as far as we're concerned with extra low frequencies is the fact that um, if a certain vibration is introduced to the water, then within that crystalline structure, it will alter the the memory or it will make the memory uh, deplete. So this is different depending on the original structure of the water, like if it's tap water or something like that, which is already contaminated and poisoned, then it will basically forget fast, the, the water will lose its memory pretty quick, but it's already contaminated. And that's due to the water 
or the crystalline structure of the water as being clusters. So the smaller the clusters, the longer the water will retain its memory. Between the water clusters, then the information can become very cloudy or it can be easily infiltrated into that space. It would be a lot of information, too much information. And that makes it harder for the other clusters to hold the integrity of the true information or the original essence of the information. So if the um, integrity is being compromised, then the information will not get to inside of the water particles or the clusters will not be able to have a bonding structure to where the connectivity of truth or the connectivity of what is present within that water structure or that crystalline structure um, would not be um, at its most pristine or its most powerful potential. All right, so going back to short waves and long waves, extra low frequency is being attached to long waves um, vibration with extra low frequency being attached to these long waveforms. That means it is uh, the smaller the cluster again, the longer the water will retain its memory. So if it's a large cluster or it's a long wave, then, then therefore the information will become cloudy because there are, it's going to be more information or more yet or anything in planet inside of that vibration that can alter the true integrity or the original essence of the information. So that that um, water cluster or the crystalline structure of water, that we you know just within the water as we look at it, it vibrates, you know what I'm saying, at a certain degree in frequency. So when that extra low frequency, which is attached again to long waveforms, that extra low frequency, ooh, ooh, you know what I'm saying, has a longer wavelength. So inside of that wavelength, even though if it is truth available, that availability will be hindered due to the fact that there's so much other um, potential information that's going inside of that bubble as well. So when we have truth and love and, and honor and humility and those types of things um, put onto the water and wrote, written into on side of the water and we speak it into the water whatnot, then what happens to the actual clusters or the crystalline structure of water is that it tightens bonds, tightening bond structures best for the maintaining of the complete true integrity of the information. So that's a small wave and that's high frequency because it's less information so the essence will be available as well as where it's going to be that connecting pieces of what that information has um, is becoming or is offering. So when we are taking in that information on these extra low frequencies, it is being piggybacked by other types of information at the same time. And that's, I mean, it's a natural process in that short um, way, well, the way we breathe from our, our chest or, or shallow breath. So when we're taking in that breath and it's short, that will be the same as extra low frequency on a long waveform. We're taking in that breath and the vibration goes to the body, for the, so the body has to do extra long or longer activities through the other organs in order to activate that breath into the body properly. When we deep constantly breathe, we take in an ample amount of breath, but the body has to do less work, so it's short wave. 
body's not doing as much work. The information that's coming in will be able to pretty much pop out properly into the cellular structure so that the, the water or the, you know, the crystalline structure, which is basically blood, and it's within the physical body now can do its um, natural processing of the information without having um, extra low frequency or extra information embedded upon that long waveform. Right. So the extra low frequency or those bass sounds carry or they have piggybacking within them extra information. And I mean, information is good, but is it the information that we are, or do we necessarily need that information is the required? You know what I'm saying? We take in a lot of information, but are we going to utilize it? Or is it just something to talk about? Or is it an emotional exchange that we need to have um, have there on the side so we can say, well, I felt this, I felt that, you know, and then that discharge, that energy, it made me feel just kind of wet or whatever. Is it necessary? Is it natural? Is it normal? You know, that's not for me to say. That's for each individual way to do to um, participate with those energies and then see what's good for their own self, you know. Yeah, I'm just I'm coming with a little math on, on certain angles of what um, extra low frequencies and, and um, high frequencies or ultra high frequencies have uh, as far as uh, in their in their uh, accessing as well as depletion of the cellular structure. Cellular structure again consists the cell consists of eighty percent water. 20% um, fire, if you want to say, but it's acidic or 80% alkaline and 20% acid protein. So when we are taking in a lot of this information on extra low frequencies, it goes to the water, and those extra low frequencies being that they are long wavelengths, long waveforms, carrying an abundant amount of information that the subconscious is going to take in and absorb. The conscious mind is not going to readily see that information consciously. We're not going to be aware of it physically until later on in life when we either participate with the information in a cinematic type of um, uh, I guess you could say reaction to where it becomes somewhat like a movie script that has been written out within our DNA that is not even our own written. We didn't um, we, we didn't write that script. Someone has written it from for us on the external Somewhere and manipulated our psychology to play these things out, and I see it every day. You know, I I see uh, I see friends that have become uh, what you would call we would call mentally ill or have psychosis. You know, what I'm saying, and they take these this medicine, and they're also on a GMO diet or genetically modified organism diet. They're also on they may uh, you know do an an extra extra amount of uh, video gaming and uh, tied into um, the cellular phones and the computers, but they also had a mental issue and whatnot. So with all these different angles coming at them at the same time, or angels, you know, it can be angels from a lower vibration and higher vibration or angles, basically. But these angles, which is coming through the portal of the sun and all this other photonic energy, and this energy can't be destroyed or created so this energy is manipulated and transformed and transferred back into it from the extra low frequencies and these and this embedded information that's within the extra low frequency. It goes within the cell and the cell reproduces it 
externally by way of thought. You know what I'm saying? So these, you know, the ideas turns eventually turns into thoughts, and these thoughts turns into eventually transforms to long words. And those words, you know, be it love, be it hate, is what transforms our physical reality externally. You know, so when it's embedded into a cinematic type of event or where it has actually a screenplay involved and these thoughts are coming into our cellular structure, we sometimes, inadvertently, most of the time inadvertently, we play out these uh, cinematic type of uh, situations unknowingly. And now we have these, you know, these TV shows, this real TV um, type of thing going on now, very popular, somewhat like that, where Yes, bad, I guess you could say, you know, but things out here now will be watching these TV shows are based on reality, they say. I think it's just, uh, it's not really the true reality. It's the reality that's been personified through manipulation of the human psychology and basically that's learned behavior over time. You know, I mean, it's it's easy to uh, exchange one's way of thought is, Ten people in front of you are doing one thing, and you want to be accepted by those ten people. Nine times out of ten, most people will convert and invert, basically, and pervert themselves towards the, the craft just to fit in. You know, so unknowingly, we might be listening to trap music or whatever type of music, and and then in turn um, replay the wordage or whatever may be, whatever the information may be involved in in these type of music, in this type of music, and we um, go out and actually um, bring that reality to that present-day walk. You know, somebody might live in the suburbs, doing a suburb thing with suburb parents all their life, but they listen to a certain type of music for, you know, a certain part of time or whatever because their friends are listening to it and they may, their friends may be from that same general area where this music is uh, originated from. But seeing that they want to fit in, they go into the, um, to that walk, into that lifestyle and it, um, it may be detrimental. I mean, this has happened. I went through it myself, you know. I didn't come up in a, a bad situation say the least, but I gravitated to rebellion due to, you know, my upcomings, I mean, my upbringing. And the upbringing was basically, you know, in the church and all that, you know, my friends in public school and, uh, you know, going going from church to public school, I went for, to a private school at first, then going to a public school, it was completely different. So I was like, damn, damn I don't fit in at all. So I know, you know, how to affect some people's some individuals do themselves at a young age when they want to be able to impress their peers with um with certain things, you know, qualities that they may not have or whatever in their personality. So they try to fit in and do the things that everyone else around them is doing. So now they have this music though, and it's at large, you know, that um what the the music or the information within the music the musical content has a lot of uh, negativity and derogatory statements, but it has uh, things inside of the music or inside of the wordage of the music that can uh, contain information, that can contain, that does contain information that basically can bring one's um, livelihood 
down or up. You know, it's dependent on the person. You know, you can this music can be motivating, it can be um unmotivating. It's dependent on the person. You know, it's listening to the words and really taking in the words and absorbing them into uh a circle of truth in one's existence may not be wise, you know, so take it, exchange it, you know, put put some dance moves to it, you know, something like that. Be creative around it, but not necessarily take in information as this God said, and that's what we should uh, try to emulate to try to repeat. You know, so lower vibrationary words like, you know, you fool and, and I hate you and those type of words, those, those words are they create large clusters. In the positive words, you know, like love, uh, honor, peace, those create small, tight clusters. That would be equate. That would equate to um, small waveforms versus long waveforms. So long waveforms. So the, those negative words forms long waveforms, long wavelengths. That is where the extra low frequency is. Ultra high frequencies are with the positive words, and those are short wave frequencies, short wavelengths. Okay, so it's very positive to think positively. You know, as a good doctor, Dr. Lin taught or teaches in his classes. Um, and I always read, I always go back and say this because it, it has helped me out a lot whenever I get a negative thought. So every negative thought counterbalance it with two positive higher frequency thoughts or higher vibrational thoughts. So whenever we do encounter some negativity in life, counterbalance it with two positive um, thoughts or two positive actions, depending on what's going on. If it's something negative that has taken place, Counterbalance that negativity with two positive things. Don't try to fight fire with fire. When we fight fire with fire, of course, it's just going to burn down the forest. You know, so put some water on that fire, put it out. Sometimes that requires tears, as the good sister said. You know, sometimes, well, a couple of months ago, but there's princes that said, um, can always fight fire with fire. Sometimes we got to use water. Sometimes we got to use tears. You know, and it's a lot that's been going on. Brothers and sisters are um, are steadily going away from here or whatnot. You know, I didn't even say going away from here. The energy is still here, you know, and, it, and you know it. You know, so uh, it's a transference thing that's taking place, and I, I sensed it. I sensed it a lot each day. It's also some other things going on. I mean, you know, this timing, the periods of uh, the cycles, Sun and moon, and, you know, these dates are in, in accordance to a certain, um, certain, um, astrological data, but not. So we're looking at it in those terms, and you know, get things all in all. I say, I say, you know, we just got to. Sometimes, like, some can't fight fire with fire. We got to, you know, use water. And in doing so, that means we need to go within and feel, feel the water within, feel the cell, feel the originating self, you know what I'm saying, have knowledge of self, have knowledge of the ancestors, 
of our true existence and our true inheritance, which is, you know, the most beautiful jewel resides within us, that diamond, you know what I'm saying, the diamond cluster, you know. So to get back into our natural self and our natural ways of being is to first tell ourselves that we are this natural self and this natural way. So that means the place to be in whatever the the world has um, placed upon us as our title, and we have changed that title and we correct that title, a true divine national name, free national name, who are, and who, that's who you are naturally you know, through birth. You know, the name that we were given, that's the name we selected in the canal that we can interpret, We could, well, others could also interpret and be able to acknowledge us as that entity in their personality, in their mind state. And we all collectively agree to these things, these names, these, you know, the body, the parents, all this stuff. You know, all these things were agreed upon before we even set our soul within the final plan or within the body and formed this structure, this vessel. So when these, and that's through, that was through vibration as well. So certain tonalities and certain frequencies of sound and that vibration is held together through certain points, you know, those chakras or melanated centers or whatnot that we may call them. But these different points are held together by vibrations. We know even with the healing sound um, meditation, each organ has a vibration or a certain sound, like the heart sound is high, you know, and and the liver sound is shuai, I mean, uh, it's uh, lungs is, so each one has this kidney sound is shui, shui. But each one having its own sound that goes to show and prove that everything vibrates at a, in, in accordance to its original um, harmonic or pulse rate harmonic. So we got these things going on, and those that are not interested in us becoming more knowledgeable about who we are in general. Uh, basically being sovereign and in charge of our own self and being able to walk as we choose and, you know, being able to move in this on this grid, in this matrix, in this, on this mold as creators and as, you know, um, righteous beings that are indigenous or autochthonous or, the, um, you know, self-governing, individuated through ourselves that are here just like uh, everyone else. So, in saying trap or freedom, it pretty much it is uh, that's a uh, saying it either way, either one. But now I look at it again, you know, as time goes or whatever, and fold back into into knowledge, and not just you know being uh, impulsive. Trap and freedom, you can't have light without dark. Basically, you know, uh, you know, trap can mean to be trapped or snared as an animal, so that's lower self. Freedom, you know, is when we free the mind, free dome, free the dome, and we open up to the circumstances of um, being trapped in the animal state, then we open up to the freedom of our mind being able to take in the capabilities and access those higher potentials. So if we take in information, we, we should look at the information and observe it and analyze it to a, to a high degree but all information, again, is not good information. Everything is information. It can't be 
um, informative to where we gain something out of it, but all of it should not be absorbed into the think tank to be where to where it is accessed to truth. You know, and, and each individual way that is available to their own truth and their own experience. So if I'm a sub, if I'm in the um um what's it called? Uh, yeah, if I'm over here in and I, I'm not, you know, in that bachelor life of being like in in the hood, like to talk about. And I'm over here in this community, but I'm listening to this music. And then I go to school, and I have these friends and everything. Is, um, particularly in that type of uh, environment, then it, of course it's going to rub off on that individual like school. You know, it's going to be a part of them. So. The powers that be, and you know, I'm, I'm coming from my own think tank, but most of these things that's happening for the past seven years have been upon us. You know, from carrying a license to, uh, you know, birth certificates, artists, you know, these are choices that they gave us, you know, but basically it was choices that was, that was offered to us outside of a bad predicament anyway. You know what I'm saying? Call slavery. Whatever, you know. So, but these things are are transitory. They happen, you know. Then, you know. So, you know, we go through the meditations, then it didn't happen. You know what I mean? So, that's the altering of this reality into the parallel. The, the gates are open. You know, eleven, eleven, whatever we want to call it, they they open. You know, it's the access to the mind over matter. To be able to manipulate those energies into it and allow those energies to be exchanged and then personified on this level, on this rank. So now what is taking place basically is that alteration on both ends, the high vibration as well as the extra low vibration or extra low frequency. So trap music is not trap music per se. It is it is has it has this potential to become freedom music because we have to go through struggle. Not even gonna say have to, but we go through certain experiences in order to see what's on the other side of that experience. So, you know, and get thanks to uh, the Nagas, you know, because I've only heard a couple of the tracks, but the one song that they have completed is very powerful. You know, they they collab. I'm a member of the Nagas, so I shouldn't say they, but we collabed and put some things together on one song. I only did the video footage for that one. Really put some real hard footage together where it's uh, actual the Nagas in movement and doing some things and not just the clips. Like uh, was put on that video on the turn of the Nagas. But yeah, they um some powerful brothers right there and sisters as well inside of that. Out there clear. You know, we had a we had a availability and a potential to do what we can we gotta do, you know what I'm saying, as a collective, you know, we're gonna form Voltron with Dr. Eileen up there at Black Line doing his thing and uh and put these you know, put these demons to rest, you know. So we you know put, let's put some motivation towards that, all of us and to really get some good music out here. And um, you know, get thanks.
because we do need a high vibration or ultra high frequency music out here to where um we can break free. And well, you know how music was back in the day, love music, you know, soul music, even rhythm and blues, you know, I ain't gonna knock it, you know, even though a lot of people don't don't be feeling it, but that's how we were born. You know, mom and daddy were listening to that music and putting their their um I see y'all see them in our in our conception process. So the thoughts that they were conceiving were um were based on that love, was based on soul music, was based on the high vibration of of uh, sound that wasn't uh, particularly it wasn't all looped around just the eight oh eight low end low end sound. They had you know, pianos, they had different instrumentation such as uh violins organs and all types of, you know, different instrumentation that brought about a, a complete orchestra of music, not just one or two sounds, you know, the triangle and the snappy snare with with a couple of, um, you know, snappy snappy fingers and then they put the 808 on there. And remember, it's not the content or the musical, lyrical content, it's the information that can be embedded upon the low end of the bass, since it is on a low or on a long wavelength. So the longer the wave, the more information that can be put upon that wave, and that therefore it can become um, very cluttering to the brain or to the psychology by way of the cells being um, confused on how to grow. And then there goes the pastry dish forming from all. Um, non-growth. So the good good high vibrationary words, love, peace, honor, justice, equality, balance, you know, those type of words create smaller clusters that keep the water connected and make that thing pop and jump like it's supposed to. So that's a short, a small wave or short wave. Those, you know, negative words, those cause the wavelengths to come along, or the large water clusters with um, more potential information that can be embedded upon <laughs> So when we are uh, going to flash back to the double slit experiment and uh, what was called the collapsing of the wave function, this was uh, when the observer viewed the electron and saw that it returned to reacting like solid matter and not a wave. So that was basically in the class of the wave function is when they had that um, double, they had one slit and they were shooting particles through it. And then they put another slit up and that's why I call it double slit. So it was two holes on this uh, metal piece of uh, material that they were shooting particles through. And when they saw that the particles went through one slit, and formed waves, but then it came back together on the other side as waves, that's when they noticed that um, the observer was actually causing the wave, which was coming from an electron, to move as water or as a wave instead of as matter. So it's, it's only when the observer viewed the electron that it returned to acting like solid matter and not like the wave. So when it went through the double slit and 
the observer wasn't really paying attention to it like that. It was moving like the way it should in its true potential. But when you start observing it, or the observer looking at it, it turned back to matter of some solid instead of being in the way before. So as the human mind is it's being externally uh, evaluated and then enhanced by certain things that's only external, it produces the reality of that prescribed expression. So when we are taking in information and we evaluate it, then we take that information and we express it externally as it is absorbed in. So our imagination, again, has been terraformed by spirit-based information. And it may not even be readily or conscious to us because of what we're speaking on as far as the low-end sounds. So when that happens, there's something called synthetic psychic information that generates an impulse of energy within the wave function. And that is an, an intentional um, byproduct of this experiment that that is going on every day through what we call heart system. You know, again, heart means high frequency, high frequency active oil research program. So that oil again is sound. So that sound or that high frequency or low frequency is active. So that means it's always they they're always um, dependent upon this. Humming coming from the heart system to manipulate so called well is what they say. So, this um, synthetic cycle of information is embedded upon that extra low frequency. And when the natural ability to process information from an external input and discern between what's useful and what's wasteful has been blocked due to the forced manipulation of our attention and our going outward in, in place of going inward. You know, with our inner alchemy, this is caused uh, the complete uh, sensitizing as well as dumbing down of the population. And that's why we're so glued to the television set and radio and, and all this without even realizing um, that we're hypnotizing, glued to it and stuck to it. It's become like the most sociable normality um, to view, you know, it's the most social uh thing to view and watch, you know, view TV and listen to the radio. You know, it's like it's something we do every day. But unknowingly to the masses, these um, two items, the TV and the radio, were first designed as weapons to hypnotize the mass. You know, so our imagination, again, has been terraformed, and is, the terraform is basically just doing what is natural and original for the restructuring of a man-made environment. And that's especially as done to children, you know, at a young age. They we, they give us all these type of different um, things to participate with as a child. And then as we grow up, and we are no longer children, but we still are in a child state like mine because those things that uh, have terraformed our natural mind and our natural imagination, we're still looking for, but it's in these, uh, it's now in Burbage you know, it's now at um, at McDonald's or something. We have all these memories of these different uh, events that can be triggered, like you know, the song or, or something. We went to, we went to Walt Disney World at ten years old, and um, you know, now I'm forty, and I see uh, it's a small world 
I hear the song or whatever, it's a small world. And I start going back to when I was eight years old and I get all emotional and happy and sad and all that at the same time. So, you know, that's building a cortisol hormone that's uh, releases, you know, so it goes to the blood when I'm not, when you know, I don't need it. It's just a reflection of something that had taken place in the past, you know, and now I hear this song that regenerates that same um, effect um, something that is no longer present or no longer true in, in the experience of that moment. So the alteration of our psychology can be done every day or terraform, basically, and that, again, destroying what is natural and original for the restructuring of a man-made environment. That's sort of like Walmarts, you know. You got a Walmart post up everywhere in a natural environment that we used to be there, you know. See, I remember when Walmart came to a... Uh, this month where I stayed, you know, in particular, and um, there used to be a, like a little hill right here up the road from my house where Walmart is now, and it was just a wooded area, trees everywhere. You know, a month later, all the trees knocked down. They put two roads up to go into Walmart on this hill, and now it's been terraformed so that man can have some type of uh, on go, you know what I mean, basically for convenient, you know, something convenient right there. Next to, I mean, it's so somewhat convenient to me because I can actually run from here, my home where I live, my, you, know, you know, my dwelling, my residence, and get to Walmart running from here for about 12 minutes, about a mile and a half. So that, you know, was whatever, you know, you know I was right there, but that's terraforming. And that's what's taking place with our mind, especially with our children, is imagination or our imagination, you know, the magical collective or the collective, the will of the collective. You know, remember, magic basically means to will something into being. So the will of collective, or the collective has been terraformed by way of sound or vibration, by way of fear, basically. False experience is pretty real. I mean, we go through these different aspects of our life. But if I'm complaining about what's going on without changing what's going on, then it's just going to be more of a, a detriment and more of a degeneration. So we, if we want to complain about anything, be sure that you're fixing the problem. You, you are walking towards um, not being complainant. If you notice a problem, don't just uh, sit there and gawk on the problem. Let's, let's get through it. Let's get the you know, thinking ain't doing. So the positive thoughts helps with uh, generating positive outcomes. So when we have negative thoughts, then we see what's going on outside. And remember, this is Hel- there's a lot of Helgelian dialect that's being taken, you know, for granted. You, you know, I, I know a lot of people might not be informed on Helgelian dialect or a problem reaction solution, especially if they're not in the know. So if if, a, if one of our family members are not in the know and they don't have an understanding of what's taking place with media and systematic authority, you know, whatever government we want to call it, and how they can manipulate our movement in society in general just by way of putting something on TV and orchestrating this thing like it's really happening, but that's the problem that they've created, then they wait for us to react as, a, as the masses so they can come to the table with a solution. And the solution might not be what we want all the time, but they always going to have some type of 
solution to the problem that they created in the first place. They just need us to react to it so that we can give it the fuel, you know what I'm saying? Because, again, humans are the natural resource. That's how economy is, um, what's the word, personified or perpetually in existence. The only way that we can have, um, the only way money is going to circulate, they can, as far as currency is concerned, is by our mind power going into the money and saying that we need to, to do these things. Right. So in order for that to take place, then the system or the government, so-called government, has changed and altered the necessities of life into a paper bill or a coin. The necessities of life is basically breath. You know what I'm saying? Again, water, then food, you know what I'm saying? But And then, you know, then the interaction of all. But as far as commerce is concerned, there has to be some type of exchange. Now, this exchange does not have to be um, what we call monetary or these notes. Yeah, that's what it's based on now. So, you know, but in truth, the exchange will be a word because the word carries a vibration, honesty, and that's where the affidavit comes in. That's where the grid comes in. But this a word is bond, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. So a word being bond, um, it should, it is what we say that is validated, not always the impression of what is taking place in front of us. You know, so if I come into the place to be with my experience and I'm speaking in truth of my experience, and that's what it is, but if my truth is valid, is not being validated by what I have went through and I'm just going off of what somebody else is going through, and that's not true from my own experience. And it can't be validated and honored. You know, so a lot has been taking place and taken for granted by way of our energy, by way of our blood and sweat, which is the true natural resource of the planet Earth. And none of the things that we have in the external reality can ever outweigh the potential and power of our, our dominant cluster within our, within our blood and within our soul. You know what I'm saying? And that's that nanodiamond, basically, you know what I'm saying? So being indigenous or being um, a natural, like talking itself from the jump means we're going to go inward. And they want us, they want us to keep going outward for our truths and for our information for our knowledge. You know, knowledge is based on certain things that we have to go through externally. But we need to absorb that information to bring about that bridge of wisdom in order to get to the other side of that bridge, which will be the understanding, overstanding, and understanding. So that goes back to where it came from inward. And then we can build and build and build and build for eternity. But we get stuck on zero, stuck on one. And that vibration, that low-end vibration of sound, basically the thought, it can be that fear, you know, element that's going to be on the lower end that entraps our thoughts, you know what I'm saying, and it traps our soul on processing to where certain things that that we are we all know we're capable of doing, you know what I'm saying? We are we have the ability to do whatever because our DNA is infinite or whatever, you know, our genetics, our genetic coding, the engineering of our genetic coding. It has the it has infinite potential. So if it can be thwarted or it can be um 
suburbs. That's the word I was like, so, yeah, I had one of those brain uh, flashes. So, but um, it can be uh, obstructed. So the energy or that, the truth is obstructed. The path or the way that we are walking can also have, uh, can be difficult to tread upon, and that's where that struggle comes in. You know, that's where we have uh, the manipulation of the lower energy or the animal, you know, the straw man, you know, or whatnot, this corporate entity, this, this fictitious being is empowered, you know what I'm saying? And really it's, it's, a, it's, a hand, it's the hand behind the curtain. The, the Wizard of Oz, do the man behind the curtain is over there laughing and playing a video game on our ass, you know what I'm saying? And we do characters. So when we uh, when we wake up out of that dream state and we when we see we no longer in in uh, Kansas so to speak, then we smack the wizard <laughs> and we say, "Hold oh, no, on, wake up!" You know, I'm the wizard, I'm the I'm the witch of the north, the south, Dorothy, I'm all of it. You know what I'm saying? So the whole thing that's you, every character within Oz, you know, Oz again meaning ounce. You know, it's a, it's short for ounce. So your soul, they say, I sold so 21, 21 grams, basically, 28 grams in an ounce, but rounded off, give or take. But that 21 grams is basically what our soul weighs from the, the experiments that scientists and doctors had back in the 20s and 40s where they um, weighed patients coming in where they were about to transition into the, you know, pass away. They were weighing them. And then, you know, right before death or whatever, the transition, then they'll wait them like five minutes after the transition, and they noticed that all the patients were roughly estimated at 21 grams lighter, each patient or each uh, each individual to accept that they did this experiment on. So that 21 grams is what they say our soul may weigh, or that, that last bit of potential of uh, substance. That is gain that's probably like that's sort of like the um little chip in the computer, the pentail inside of it. That's uh it might not weigh that much either, you know what I'm saying? But twenty one grams is a uh, pretty large size to take in infinity. <laughs> all right, but if it can be manipulated by harmonics, because remember all things vibrate, everything has a pulse rate harmonic. So if all things vibrate in Matter of fact, I'm gonna read the principle of vibration out of um, for one. It's one of the seven hermetic principles. Um, it, it reads as uh, the principle of vibration: nothing rests, everything moves, everything vibrates. So this principle embodies the truth that everything is in motion, everything vibrates, nothing is ever at rest. These facts are known to modern science today, and it is. Um, and this scientific discovery chance to verify all of these by um, by new scientific uh, experiments. And yet this was and is a hermetic principle that was enunciated thousands of years ago by the ancient masters of chemistry. These principles explain that the difference between manifestations of matter, energy, mind, and even spirit result largely from varying rates of vibration from the all, which is pure spirit, pure intelligence down to the grossest form of matter. So all is in vibration. The higher the vibration, the higher the position of the scale between these poles. There are millions upon millions of varying degrees of vibration, from corporal school and electron, atom and molecule, to worlds and universes, 
everything is in a vibratory motion. An understanding of this principle with the appropriate formulas enables students of mysticism to control their own mental vibrations as well as those of others. He who understands the principle of vibration has grasped the scepter of power, says one of the old writers. So, right there. And an understanding of this principle, understanding of the principle of vibration with the appropriate formula enables students of mysticism to control their own mental vibrations as well as those of others. Through the vibration and the understanding of different appropriate formulas, you can control, our, we can control our own mental vibrations, but that sorcerer or that, that witch, whatever we want to call it, can control the vibrations of others as well. So on that extra low frequency or that, you know, that low-end bass coming from the 808, they've learned to manipulate that sound to control others. You know, in music in general, it can alter our emotions. Like we watching a movie and, uh, you know, a suspense movie or, or some type of a uh, horror flick. And then, doom, 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 At that, you know, low sound, and then you alter emotion to a high vibration, and all of a sudden the music stops. You know, it's a pause. I think with, with music, you have uh, you have tone, you have, um, what is it, tempo, vibration, and pause. So you have these different aspects of music within the vibration, the tempo, and the pause, and the tone of it. And it changes and alters the psychology or the, or the mind state through the emotional, uh, the emotional ups and downs. So as soon as the vibration changes from low to high, the emotions change. As soon as the tempo changes from fast to slow, the emotions change. As soon as the music stops, the emotions change. It's like the heartbeat stopping. The heartbeat stops. Like, oh shit! You know, stop breathing. Well, you like, oh, the emotions completely different from when I'm running fast. You know, and, and I'm puffing and puffing and keeping my breath. So the emotions change in those different realms. It's just by watching this movie and these different uh, cinematic um, events going, you know, here, there, everywhere, you know, that's an alteration of psych- our psychology. And that will slow down. That, that will actually bring about an, a mechanism of brainwashing. Due to the fact that somebody else is hold, somebody is holding the um, the steering wheel of our vessel, basically, they're at the helm. And if you recall last year, we were talking about Jade Jade Helm coming into effect last summer with these field exercises in Texas and Utah and all that. You know, it's, it's part of the illusion. Yet they talk about it then and then. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but just field experiments or spirit uh, operations, so-called, maybe that's what's going on now. You know, and if you got a, a eye to see, they want to re- see how we're going to react so they know when shit hit the fan, so to speak, I don't care. Yeah, you know, this is all illusions, and I ain't putting no effort and power towards that because I see a brighter day. I, you know, through the clouds, I see the sun, you know, and you know what I mean? So when we do put that potential energy towards those negative thoughts or lower vibrationary thoughts, and that's where it goes, basically. You know, all thoughts, when one initiates a thought, 
it has to go back to or circulate back to he or she who initiated that thought. So whatever's going on, remember, it ain't your thought originally. Not like that in that certain manifestation. Go back to your natural self, your natural, loving, honorable, you know, self. Find a balance within and then counter each negative thought with two positive high vibrationary thoughts. Because remember, that negative thought is not the reason. That's not who we are. You know, that's the XLO frequency that has been brought into our awareness. And, 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 you know, we do need the balance of XLO frequency, but your high frequency, yet it's just like that omega-6 to omega-3 ratio. You know what I'm saying? We got so much extra low frequency going on already, so much fire is popping off that the exchange, because physical reality is based on yarn or fire. It's basically all muscle, all, you know, on go, you know, all ready to light it up and get it moving, you know, action. So if the watery side of it, the yin side or the cool side, which is slow down, relax, heal. Cause what, as long as I'm moving, I ain't healing. So for every movement, fine. I'm burning a cell, basically. So in that non-movement, in that you know, in that stillness, we regain and restructure cellular integrity. All right. So with that said, I'm gonna go over here and we're gonna play. I'm gonna put this on real quick, like it was um it's extra low frequency um how extra low frequencies can put out and we spoke on it somewhat last week, but I'm gonna go ahead and play this right quick. It's about four minutes. Give thanks. So after these messages you already know we'll be right black. Peace. A group of engineering students are about to patent a new technology using sound waves to extinguish fires. They are using low-frequency sound waves, which they have found to be able to extinguish flames because of the way the low-frequency sound waves compress the air in a way that extinguishes flames in a matter of seconds. Uh, there is a, a YouTube video that they have posted, and you can see their own uh, experimentation, their own uh, way of presenting what they use, and how quickly the flames are extinguished. This is really fabulous. It's, it's amazing how wonderful this thing works. First of all, you don't hear it because the frequency is so low that it is not audible by the human ear. Um, so I will leave a link below for you for this. Department at George Mason University uh, this coming May. 
Uh, we're here. We're just going to test out our, our device that we use that uses sound frequencies to extinguish flames. I, I see this device being applied to a lot of things. First off, I think in the kitchen, it could be on top of a stovetop. Um, but eventually, I'd like to see this applied to maybe swarm robotics where it'd be attached to a drone, and that would be applied to forest fires or even building fires where you wouldn't want to sacrifice uh, human life. Professor Brian Mark really stepped in to help us. This gave us a lot of support. I think as a whole, engineering is, is really just finding solutions to, to comp you know, finding simple solutions to complicated problems. You know, engineering is all about finding a way to make the impossible possible, so that's what we did. Good, thanks. So, we, you know, with that said, <clears throat> so those two students in physics, they, you know, pretty much they built this machine that uh, extinguishes fire with uh, extra low frequency. And uh, the female, the lady, was speaking on, she said extra low frequency is unaudible to the ear. And the reason it uh, puts out the flame basically because it compresses um, air, so pretty much eats air and um, puts the flame out. But if you look at it like this, if I've got a candle and I put a candle, you know, you know on my birthday cake or something, right, happy birthday. So I take in a shallow breath try to blow the candle out. Ain't going too far. But I take in that deep breath and I blow it out. Then it's going the potential is going to pretty much put that flame out. What I'm saying is this is a short wave. This is a long wave. But that long wave is carried on um, extra low frequencies. So that's where the information can be caused the alteration of our psychology. Because, uh, you know, the cluttered mind and all this extra bombardment of uh, knowledge or information or light, basically, you know what I'm saying, is being infused upon truth and integrity, the true integrity of our cellular function. And Knowing something about this is where it's somewhere I have it in my notes, but the heart system, not necessarily in general, just the heart system, but basically um, light in general. Light moves at uh, what is it? It's the same with I'm about to speak on 146,000 miles, 186,000 miles, yeah. Per second, if I, yeah, all right. Look at it. Here we go. All right, so hertz. Um, uh, one hertz wave is 186,000 miles long, right? One hertz wave. And again, light moves, the speed of light is at 186,000 miles. We have what we operate our machines on is that 60 hertz. And so 60 hertz is uh, 11,160,000 miles. So that information is very long. I mean, the information is being carried on a very long extra low frequency of 11,160,000 miles long. One hertz is 186,000 miles long. 
the speed of light is 186,000 miles. So one hertz alone, when it's moving, is moving at the speed of light. So we got that one hertz. That's pretty, you know, small wave. Pretty much if we look at it like that. But when we got 60 hertz, we got 11 million miles of running and putting more information in. 186 miles is pretty daggone long, too. Or hurts anyway, because that's still information being embedded upon this thing right here. Artificial electromagnetic uh, information is out here, you know, what we call advanced electronic um, technology. It's not really advancing us, so to speak, internally. It's really detrimental to our inner being. We're becoming um, synthetic oils, or we're becoming these um, these uh, cyborgs. You know, we've got to have our faces planted in the box all the time in order to justify and validate who we are in truth, and that's not true for the matter. So by nature design, we are meant to resonate with the pulsation harmoniously, meaning the arm sound, the arm is at 7.578 or the shooting resonance, you know, the German dude, the so-called um, discovered that that 7.8 has already been discovered. He rediscovered it. But our brain waves also uh, resonate to that same frequency. So if they can manipulate it on a low end or a high end, meaning they, you know, the systematic, um, the littles with the so-called government, or whoever, you know what I'm saying, in the seats of power that can they have the hand, the hidden hand, so to speak, that has that hand in, in um, manipulation of our energy toward they are being um, they are gained. They are being able to utilize our blood and sweat. You know, the minerals like your good brother was speaking last week, Brother Air, Brother Michelle said we the resources and not our the minerals, you know what I'm saying, because our blood is within the blood, it's our sweat, you know what I'm saying? And you can taste your sweat and you see that's just it's salty, you know what I mean? So we are the minerals. We are everything within the earth on the planet Earth. There's no reason for us to go out here looking for gold. You are the gold. There's no reason for us to go out here looking for diamonds and oil and all these. You know, if I had to get somewhere that bad, it, back in the day, you know, we was doing the damn thing. You know, before this all came to what we was thinking so much, it wasn't no thought. We just float. You know what I'm saying? We do that damn thing. <laughs> Teleport real quick. Ain't no problem, you know. But so much going on now that we had the opportunity to look at and think about and contemplate on. And then we have extra low frequency or extra things that's going on as well, all this extra that goes, you know, and shows that, you know, letting go. Letting go of a lot of this, uh, these so-called extra curricular activities that's based on um, me touching something all the time or whatever, or looking at something or smelling something, you know, or hearing something. Take away all those different, you know, elementals that are external and go somewhere solid where you're not moving, where you're not smelling, where you're not tasting, where you're not having to listen, you know, to certain things. And just go into that space and come out of that space and see how strong you are, you have become with no movement, with no sound, with no tasting, 
no smelling and no seeing, just in your darkness and come out of it because that's your, that's your origin. That's where we originated from. But as long as we're getting all this light and all this information, which is now being piggybacked and this extra shit going on, you know, then how, why, why we, we should be confused, you know what I'm saying? Because it is a lot not knowing that we are not um, readily available to in our cognitive state of mind. So if I don't know that this Coca-Cola is poisonous, I'm going to keep drinking this Coca-Cola. Now, knowing it's half the battle. You know, so now that I know that this Mountain Dew, this Coca-Cola, or this pack of cigarettes is poisonous, now putting this thing back where it came from, you know, whoever this demon is, they decide to try to kill me off suddenly because they know the potential of God. You know what I'm saying? So we have to become the Godhead or the sovereign, the indigenous. We have, we have to step away from that straw man, that artificial, you know, leave all that artificial alone. Let's get back to this naturally grown, you know what I'm saying? The synthetic world, this artificial world, which is built off of our energy, again, is only that way because our energy has been manipulated through the processing of fear, and that's false experiences appearing real. They told us we was brought over here on slave ship, but we ain't seen no slave ship. They told us we had to have a license to drive, when and it's just a you know it's a privy to us you know what I mean whatever when I should be able to have the right to move from point A to B without being questioned if I'm moving in that operation in peace love harmony justice and truth so if we if we live in right then they ain't they can't question us because we live in off our word and our word is bond you know what I'm saying so if I if they stop me and I say I'm just going to get me some drink at the store. What you stopping me for? What I need a seatbelt on and all this other stuff going on, you know what I mean? Because they in commerce, you know what I'm saying? They're moving in commerce. I'm, we're not moving in commerce in that manner, so we shouldn't have to be made um, made some type of uh, experiment or looked at like, okay, we're going to use him as a, or her as some type of, you know, Okay, yeah. Okay, but so so we being that 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 uh, those minerals or whatnot um, are within our our cells, red blood cells, red um, blood cells. Carry what is like hemoglobin. That's the oxygen carrying dark pigment that carries oxygen to the cells and tissues. Um, the oxygen back out of the respiratory organs, so that um. It can basically be evacuated out of the body of poison. Carbon dioxide can be looked upon as toxic to the body, the physical body. But that oxygen carrying dark pigment is red blood cell or red blood hemoglobin. That's basically melanin because it's carbon dioxide that is spewed back out. So when there's an imbalance in the natural resonance or what we call the Schumann resonance and the geomagnetic wave, uh, disrupts or the virus, in other words, our sleeping and waking patterns, reproductive cycle, as well as our behavior, mood, sense of well-being. If there is some type of imbalance, then that will cause an imbalance in our external reality. So the natural geomagnetic waves are being replaced with these artificial man with man-made uh, extra low frequencies. And that's by way of the heart system, the uh, Gwen towers or the ground waves, Emergency networks, um, 
And if you notice, they're always like 200 miles apart. That's what they said. I haven't seen them closer to that myself, but they're like 200 miles apart in each um, particular city. You go from one city, you see another one, and these are them big houses out there on them like farmlands. We name nothing else out there but that thing, you know, sitting out in the middle of a field, these big towers, you know. And some of them are in inner cities too, though, you know, and they from them all. I just seen some of this camouflage. Uh, they look like they didn't put a decoration for a Christmas tree up around it, you know what I'm saying, wrapping around it like they, they're trying to put it in the middle of a city with the trees in the town, but it's a tower. And I don't know if anybody else would have been there. You know, it's weird stuff going on. So, but these, they operate at very low frequency, and they cause uh, different things to to uh, go out for a second. Therefore, I got you in a second. I'll let you out. Stop me out on that, you know. All right, I'll let you all know if you So if the entire artificial magnetic field from the green wave uh, spreads out over the U.S., it's somewhat like, when we're looking at it, it's somewhat like a, a spider web. And you got the um, chemtrails on top of that and, and with these green transmitters. And the main function of the, they say, for the green transmitters or the ground wave emergency networks, is it includes controlling the weather as well as the mind. So because if you know about weather and one of our natural abilities from far time immemorial, we have always been able to control weather as entities on the planet Earth. That's where we get the rain dance from the fire dance. You know what I'm saying? We want rain, we go out there and do the rain dance. You know, so, you know, they probably be noticed. Little, the little, they know that we can manipulate the weather through uh, our mind. So in order to control the mind, control the weather. In order to control the weather, control the mind. You know, so if you're noticing in your area certain things popping off with the weather, you know, and you notice in your area a lot of unconscious zombies on the ground, you know, putting off a lot of kundalini energy, that's in turn, it is their thoughts, you know what I'm saying, basically going out, into the external reality in the magnetic sphere, ionosphere, and it ain't really going outside of that. The exosphere can't escape due to whatever they're putting in the sky as well. And that mirror comes back down and bounces back into a weather pattern. Remember, every thought we initiate has to come back to the one who initiates. So as that thought goes back at as an extra low frequency, then we come back into winter or we come back into uh, the next uh, season, we'll see um, different types of um, weather patterns that are going to generate in reflection of whatever our thoughts were prior to um, the manipulation, prior to, you know, saying the actual exchange of that energy. Now, you know, I'm coming from my own perspective, yet I've seen it. I've, I've watched chemtrails being spewed out above the house, right? And then we say, okay, two, three days, like three days, yeah, it's going to do something. You know, so it's supposed to do something because the news say it for one, but we watching them straight to the sky. So, you know, me and my uh, little superhuman powers or whatever, I don't know what you want to call it. They ain't got no superhuman powers like to talk about. But anyway, go outside, do some sheet guns. See, we didn't see this stuff. We'll sit there and it's a collective thing too because everybody be like, let's go do these sheet guns or whatever. And 
I mean, it's supposed to be like a storm out the century or what, a storm of the century a couple of days ago, like last month. Yeah, it was last month in May. And they were like, go out there and do some cheap guns. And, you know, we had to get on the highway. And they was talking about a thunderstorm, pretty gusty winds, all that. So I'll go out there and get thanks. And they, you know, did with their energy too, everyone that was around. So I do I do um, a one form, the white crane, out of that, in all four directions. Talking about power. Learn that white crane. Get Dr. Ali, and, you know, whenever um, he decides, whenever they go and have another um, event, melanated event, get that down get that down right there, that white crane in all four directions. It don't matter how sweet he is with it, and, you know, just doing the movements and having the 10 over force and, and breathing correctly, you know what I'm saying, basically the breath and having the 10 over force. But going in those four directions, I promise you that sun popped out so they're going bright that day. <laughs> And we, and we got on the highway, got back safely. I don't even think it, it rained or thunderstormed within those three days. You know, so it said it was supposed to be for for like two days of thunderstorming. But this was last one. And, and I get things, you know what I'm saying? But that energy transference, this is, is an energy, the energy transference mechanism is always intent over force or mind over matter. So basically when we when the high vibration or the ultra high frequency is being utilized properly and we put it towards those type of energy, those type of activities and those type of outcomes, then it's going to alter and rearrange that negative low vibration out the you know, out the gate. And it ain't hard to do. You know, it's just take a little training. In training, remember, in training, basically when we break it down in etymology, the etymology is being within the train transition or the crossover and in um, the complete, so the complete transition within, you know what I'm saying? So they want to make something, extra low frequencies, is, again, that's basically external, you know, even though it's not audible, but I look at it like it's yarn or the yarn energy, fire energy, but they're putting out this fire with this extra low frequency. You know, again, I'm just looking at it like that because of uh, it's longer, Versus the shortwave frequency, which is shorter, you know what I'm saying? It's more tranquil, more peaceful, you know. But when um, they're putting out this fire with extra low frequencies, it can be equal to putting out the Kundalini energy, you know, the active state of, of man, basically. You know, man, my leaf, noon, man. Man, again, that's man, water, chaos, blood. A leaf leader first, and noon seed or air. So when they manipulate man, that's mother, father, son energy. That's you know that's um, sun, moon, the earth. So they manipulating the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding by way of these external devices and these you know these physical handheld extremities that are just digital weapons, you know, the first weapons against map, against mind in this genre of time was the TV and the radio. And it's, uh, it was, uh, what's it called, a radio research program, if I'm not mistaken, back in, uh, back in the early 40s, the late 30s, 
and forties. It was uh and it was unbeknown to the masses that the first major media brainwashing device was the radio. See, you know what I'm saying? The radio provided an individualized experience within the home and it was based on the family. So by nineteen thirty seven out of 32 million American families, 27.5 million had a radio set. Even if they didn't have a call, telephone, or they had no power in the house, they had a radio with batteries. So by that, in that same year, the Rockefeller Foundation funded that project called the Radio Research Project, the same very year. And they got some of those um, psychologists that was in Freudian, um, Stephen Freud-type psychologists from Europe, Brought them over here with those paperclip um, scientists and whatnot from uh, Germany after all that World War II invading or leaving, you know, Germany and all that. They came over here and they developed a uh, headquarters at Princeton, Princeton University back in the uh, 30s. It's called Tavistock, basically. And Tavistock was a, is a group of uh, Post-war, it was a, it's a psychological group that was formed by um, um, the ruler of uh, what was his name after World War Duke George of Kent. He was uh, the first patronage of Tavistock, and it was led by the dude psychologist uh, John Reese R E E S, and it was but the Tavistock was based on the psychological warfare of um, post-war. Um, um, so basically, we wanted to see how wartime, war, war, I guess you could say, uh, is a theory of mass brainwashing that was based on uh, applied wartime experience without a war going on. So they wanted to see how the psychological apparatus would collapse way of bringing wartime experiences where there was really no terror of war, only the induction or the propagation of war by way of the problematic solution type thing. But and then that reaction in between times. So the problems, reactions, then the solutions. So Tavistock was basically formed to um, learn how to brainwash us into being um, subject to the state by way of uh, having wartime type of scenarios perpetually forming by way of media. All right, so that's going back to... uh, what this radio um, research project was was based on, basically. And the dude, it was a school psychiatrist, or psych, yeah, psychologist, that, um, the psychiatrist, psychologist, they administered medicine. These dudes just brain doctors, or brain, you know, they're trying to shrink up brains. All right, so basically, uh, what the mass media is uh, doing. Uh, What they would see is showing and proving is that mass media could induce uh, retarded type of mental states, basically, or atomizing mental states, meaning to reduce um, 
the larger potential of our brain cognition to small atomizing or atoms by new particles. So that would also bring about a width or whatnot and and uh, degenerate us into where we are now mentally uh, as far as the mass is concerned. But even Tavistock dubbed this process as brainwashing. So uh, this dude, Ordano, he was one of the heads, Theodore Ordano was one of the heads of uh, of this project. He wrote that um, listeners to radio music programs fluctuate between comprehensive forgetting and sudden dives into recognition. They listen atomistic, although they dissociate what they hear. They are not childlike, but they are childish. Their primitivism is not that of the undeveloped, but that of the forcefully, you know. So basically what he's saying is when we're, when they was doing the studies and they noticed, you know, that those that were listening to the radio or whatever in their experiment, they will fluctuate between comprehending, comprehensive forgetting, and sudden dives into recognition. I mean, like I just did a second ago, I was like, um, suburbs. I was speaking on suburbs one second, then five minutes later, I couldn't even think of the word. So I, was, I, I knew, I comprehended, I forgot. But it was not there. Then I would suddenly go right back into recognizing what the word is because or whatever I was familiar with speaking on at that time, it just, you know, came back. So that fluctuation, they noticed that that was taking place all the time, and they would dissociate what they heard with truth, you know what I'm saying? Even though they were not children, they were very childish. And it was not, it says right here, their primitivism is not that of the undeveloped, but that is forcefully retarded, meaning that we have been forced to be retarded. And all these mental health issues is forced upon us. It's not something that's naturally taking place. It's, you know, extra low frequencies along with the GMO, along with, you know, the chemtrails, along with um, uh, our emotional avenue. But these extra low frequencies is what's going to give us the cinematic data within our cells. The cells is just like a, a blank sheet or whatever it can be. It's water. So whatever can be reflected upon water is going to bounce back out of it. You know, so extra low frequencies going down in there and it's eventually transforming the cellular structure into these monsters in our reality. Okay, and, and studies have shown that these serialized or, you know, these sitcoms, so to speak, or soap operas, you know, what, what they're commonly known as, um, when they, the mental characteristics of the listener has been altered, it's not due to the socioeconomic standings or where they live in that. It's basically the information that has been given to them in the format of these soap operas or these serialized sitcoms, you know what I'm saying? So the person will always eventually go back to listening or watching now, you know, these soap operas or these episodes that come on TV 
well, on the radio due to uh, the format, not necessarily the content. So it could be some crazed out zombie killing, you know, like that, whatever that show is. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's about killing zombies. Uh, I ain't watched it, but a couple times uh, my friends, I don't know what's the name of the show. You know, it's one where they're doing killing the zombies. All right, but so if it's a show like that, it ain't really the content about, you know, murder and all that. It's the format. It's how it comes on every week, and we got something to talk about the next week and think about until that next show come on again. But they saw that, you know, these scientists and psychiatrists saw, saw this, these things were taking place and how it, it dumbed down the mentality. So, um it makes it makes us uh, have fragmented thoughts and, and also unthinking. And that repetition of or that format of repetition is how um, Hollywood basically has gained its popularity. You know what I'm saying? That's why music sounds the same. You know, it ain't really switched up. And that's why movies are all the same. You know, that's why you can go from one amusement park to another amusement park. They all the same. You know, every nightclub, they are the same. Pretty much every eatery, everything is rep- repetitive, and it's basically due to um, what sells, you know what I'm saying? So if it sells externally, then they're going to keep manipulating ourselves internally by way of our emotions and what we are becoming attached to in that um, in our walk, you know what I'm saying? So letting go, let go, you know what I'm saying? Let go, let God have so master that lower self, master that that uh the animal nature, that the one that has been trapped for so long. Let that you know, take him out of the trap, take her out of the trap. You know, pet it. Matter of fact, let me get this cat right here out of the trap. <laughs> and you've been uh pouting for a minute. Let me get get that door for him. The cat does so much, you know. Boarded off all the mice that was in the house, so I can't fall. I gotta, you know, give him a little air, uh, give him a little yeah. You want to say hey to everybody? Like, hello. All right. Okay. Hey, I want a little gift. Since we're speaking of sound and vibration, and got a chance to do the, get my exercise in on a little instrument right here. You got to know I play the drums a little bit. But I'm going to get you a serenade <laughs> for hot frequency drum playing. I'm going to do I don't know. I'm like, Come out the
you know, in a you know, camouflage BDUs or whatever, you know, we're saying we have different talents and different ways of expressing ourselves, so we need to open those portals and each organ is is another way of that expression, you know. So if it, if we are being manipulated from these external extra low frequencies or extra low sounds and we're being trapped within our own um thoughts by way of those sounds and those the information that's embedded upon the sound, we need to find a way to where we can manipulate the energy properly to where it's being the energy transference it's not going to be a negative aspect or going to become something negative externally, as we've been seeing. And, you know, I, I speak on this a lot because I saw it in my own life. And I noticed that when I had these lower-end vibrations as thoughts, then that's all that I saw in the external. When I changed my thought pattern and I changed the way I was thinking and what I was telling myself, then the things externally also changed. And I get thanks, and I'm seeing I'm seeing it every day. You know, it's been about seven years now, six years, practicing. You know how to breathe properly. You know, practicing um, how to eat properly, and practicing how to just um, think on a higher vibration and react on a higher vibration. And I've noticed that in me not being too preachy and forcing situations to occur. And I give thanks, you know, saying to uh, my ancestors and, you know, for instilling this upon me that it's been better that way. And when I was trying to force things to happen and the period did happen, maybe because it wasn't prepared at that moment, it wasn't cooked thoroughly or whatever, if you want to look at it like that. But now, you know, I, I've noticed in, in what's happening now, you know, it's it is not easy. I ain't going to say, and it's not a cakewalk. So when you are beginning to go into your transition or if you're on your transit, inside of your transition, don't think it's going to be easy every day. You know, take notes of all the milestones, you know what I'm saying, the little ones to the greatest ones. Take notes because that's what you're there to do, to get your, you know, soul activity popping and doing whatever it is you're supposed to be doing, you know, so learning those different modalities of breathing properly, eating properly, you know, moving with my energy, my emotion, energy and motion properly, you know, the inner G, you know what I'm saying, and not let, allowing the outer G or whatever that external God manipulate was already there, you know what I'm saying, because these external things are just basically the mirror images of what we have um, brought to physical existence by way of thought. You know, so right here, let me see. Well, well, anyway, each one of us are vibrational entities. So even when we have these uh, negative lower-end vibrations, it can be altered and changed or, you know, manipulated back to a high end. We can always heal ourselves. We can always heal others. We just have to have the intent over force 
situation. You know, be at one with who we are, learn to move in accordance to who we are, and don't be um, uh, so much, don't, because, you know, we're, don't be pressured by the existence of what we, don't be pressured by what we're going through. You know what I'm saying? Pressure bus pipes, right? So, you know, diamonds, on the other hand, other hand, hard structures that bust, take a lot of pressure, you know, so you can bust the, the carbon or the coal that's around that diamond, but that diamond, you know what I'm saying? So get back to that diamond body, you know what I'm saying, that body that cannot be invaded, the body that cannot be break, broken by pressure, you know, to so that non-emotionality. You, know, you can't be altered by something that's external. You know, pick and choose when you want to. You know, be altered. But if I got to change up, every time I see something or hear something, smell something, taste something, feel something, if I got to change up and go right back to that same room, something, something's not right. That, that's that 14-year-old or that, you know, forcefully retarded child, childish, childlike, but not a child. You know what I'm saying? You know, so they've been studying us for a while as people. You know, and they know that we are vibrating. All life vibrates. Everything living, everything that moves, you know, all colors and sounds vibrate. You know, everything. Many of these frequencies were recorded by, you know, the ancient ones. You know, and they noticed that, you know, yeah, something's going on inside of this, inside of this, uh, this stick has vibration. You know, what's that? You know, so, with everything having a vibration, everything being on a certain frequency, we must learn to operate at the correct frequency for each um, entity within that structure. And if it's on the external frequency, which it is now, then that's where um, everything is going to reside, you know, and it's stuck and complacent in that lower frequency, then it's not going to be able to resonate. Well, I'm not going to say able to, but it's not. When the time comes to where the acknowledgement of what is higher and the potential of something greater comes, we'll be so stuck in that disease state of mind due to the lack of nutrition, the lack of oxygen to the organs, the lack of different uh, elementals that are necessary for the processing of data within the brain or the mind. So if it's not there properly, then we're not going to uh, acknowledge the information as being truthful, even a part of our experience that we may want to necessarily. So those obstructions or blocks and those distractions, those physical distractions that we call emotions or uh, that, you know, emotions mean anything that can agitate or stimulate the mind or soul. Anything external that agitates or it stimulates the mind of the soul. So all these external uh, operations that's taking place uh, that could be problem solution, problem reaction solution type of scenarios <laughs> taking place in order to alter our psychology and the way we're thinking about our natural self. And it's a old, it's a Buddha saying, it's a sabi. Dhamma, Padana, Sama, Sarana, and that means anything that arises in the mind starts flowing as a sensation on the body. 
So whatever we are intaking into the think tank up here, and what we call the brain or the mind, is going to flow through each part of the body through the cells through by way of breath. So when we breathe in whatever the thought is, and this extra low frequency is already attached to the thought, and what's attached to the extra low frequency is embedded information that may not necessarily be what we are looking for and thriving for in our, in our walk, you know. So we need to find certain things, activities that will um, kill off those disease type of uh, mind state. All right, so, you know, deep breathing, eating properly, uh, exercise, um, something uh, creative doing to do like writing and, and reading and uh, drawing, um, walking, um, being with loved ones that are not going to manipulate and try to alter your potential into something lower. And if you are around situations or people that's in your general environment that are bringing a lower end of vibration, don't go into the conversation on that low vibration. Bring it up a couple of notches with those two positive counterbalancing. Um, you know, I always remember if it's a negative counterbalancing with two positive. So if you are if you do have to go into or walk into a situation that's already on a negative or low end vibration, then you counter that low end vibration with two positive higher, ultra higher frequency. Right? And that will you will see that the whole environment, that your whole circumference, wherever you are at, is going to have to be entrained to the one that is more powerful. Remember that entrainment process is process of uh, Becoming um, at one or in balance with an external device that's operating. It's different forms of entrainment. I'm a, um, two, it's two, it's a few different forms of it. The one we mostly are participating with is, um, I call it, um, Unintelligible, unintelligible artificial brainwave entrainment. Brainwave entrainment basically this is unintelligible artificial brainwave entrainment or um, UABE, UABE, unintelligible artificial brainwave entrainment. This is a practice that aims to cause brainwave frequencies to fall into step with a periodic stimulus having a frequency corresponding to the intended brain state. For example, to induce sleep or hypnotize, or to cause someone to be angry. Um, usually attempted with the use of specialized software. It purportedly depends upon a frequency following response. On the assumption that the human on the assumption that the human brain has a tendency to change its dominant uh, EEG um, towards the frequency of a dominant external stimulus. So such a stimulus may be oral, being sound as in the case of binaural or monaural beats or and isochronic tones. Photic meaning visual, as with the dream machine or a TV. And a combination of the two with this um with the with with uh, or electromagnetic radiation. And that's uh um, that T V basically. And that's UA or U I B that's uh unintelligible artificial brainwave training. Then we have um, 
hemispheric synchronization or natural brainwave entrainment, what I call NABI, natural brainwave entrainment. Uh, this is a potential and generally desired result of brainwave entrainment. It refers to a state when the brainwave pattern of the right and left hemispheres become alike. A person with similar activity in both hemispheres is alleged to be happier, more optimistic, more emotionally stable, and less prone to mental illness. Increased levels of synchronization are found. Increased levels of synchronization are found naturally in people who meditate regularly and people who are very content with their lives in general. So the more we are um, in tune with our breath, then the more optimistic we'll become, the more happier we'll be in both hemispheres of our brain, left and right. The trap of freedom, trap of freedom, will become insane. Remember. We're speaking on the intelligence behind certain, um, with the intellect behind certain uh, artists in the music industry's um, lyrical content. You know, the content shows and proves they ain't real. Some of them ain't dumb. I mean, they ain't dumb. They where they are because the intellect and promise, you know what I'm saying, being able to move about in this matrix and do and, and gain what they see as far as in their creative process as their manifestation, which is cool. You know what I'm saying? I ain't knocking that. I ain't knocking the lyrical content because they only talking about something they're going through. But what I was, you know what I'm saying, what I'm talking about here, speaking on is basically um, how the left and right brain dealing with, the left, right, left is dealing with um, the intellect, whereas the right is dealing with um, basically intelligence or creates creativity, imagination, force. We are being um, subjugated by left brain uh, operators already, you know, as far as the littles are concerned. They're very left brain, logical, you know, intellectual, uh, read a book type uh, mentalities, you know. So that's that unintelligible artificial brainwave entrainment that's being stimulated by what we are taking in as an external stimulus, you know what I'm saying? And uh, whatever, whoever has the strongest stimulus wins that battle, basically. And that strongest sim- stimulus is going to be, um, we'll notice it by way of how much emotion or how much emotional exchange or reaction is going to come forth from. So the greater the reaction from the stimulus, then the greater the results of the um the entrainment process and those that who have put out the stimulus are the ones who will regain the energy that is going to be reflected from that stimulation on the external device or the external information. So, you know, all this crazy fear stuff that's taking place has a lot of emotional reactions attached to it. Whereas if we ain't even had it, if I ain't, which I, you know, I'm coming from experience, I haven't watched the news and stuff in years. I don't know who won. I know it was the NBA basketball thing going on, championship, yeah, finals. I don't know who won it. And I know the last day was yesterday because I overheard people talking about getting back home to watch the game. I don't, you know, it's a day later. I don't know who won. And uh, it's all good. You know, it ain't changed nothing. For me, personally, not knowing, it's the same old thing. I, I still got to wake up tomorrow morning and, you know, and stretch and, and do some Tai Chi. I don't have to, but, you know, I feel I feel like whatever we want, we have to do. 
you know what I'm saying? If I'm paying attention to this other thing that's external, that's, you know, that's what's called uh, vicarious. You know, I'm living a reality that's based on some advice that's external. You know what I'm saying? So that's vice president, basically. Instead of being the sovereign or the president, we're the vicarious. We're going through a secondhand reality, you know, something that has been manipulated and changed for us, whereas we should be the ones to change and manipulating our own our own energy in order for us to see what it is on the other side of that door in place of what someone has already told us. And we're scared to open the door because they told us this was on the other side. But I'm here to tell you that ain't what the, that's not what's on the other side of the door, no. Well, let's make a deal, and I you know we're the fortunate. The truth, you know, balance, love, harmony, that's what's on the other side of the door. But they give them, they, you know, they feed us grain with with, <laughs> with fear uh, attached to it. You know, I want, some, I want grass-fed beef if I'm going to eat it. I want grass-fed you know what I'm saying, chicken is something I ain't eating it, but, you know, I'm a vegan. But all in all, I'm just saying, they're giving us the um, lesser, um, you could say, powers to basically distract us, but also to subjugate us into a situation to where a higher potential, a higher powers won't be accessed. So the, these natural brainwave entrainments produce that result where both sides of the brain are utilized properly and by going through certain meditations and certain activities, even in our walking meditations, putting certain things back into the body properly. Those help create those synapses within the brain, the left and right hemisphere, to where they synchronize and they come back online together. And, we, you know, by killing off a lot of those thoughts, you know, that are based on the external stimulation, you know, TV, radio, whatever, then those, that left and right brain will come back online and function together in unison. You know, so like I said, I was saying, my seven years of going through my experiment on myself and being the, you know, the alchemist, going through inner alchemy and, and actually transforming and transmuting that energy to the best of my ability, you know what I'm saying? I ain't perfect. Yet I've seen, I've popped my knee out of place getting into the lotus after a run. And I spoke on it in, um, I think it was um, the miraculous body. You know, within three days after fasting, doing an enigmatic, and just drinking water and watermelon for three days, lightly stretching and resting, you know, because it was stress that was taking place in, the, in that in my knee. So I sat and I rest. I meditated and I rest. I didn't eat any proteins. We like to talk about basically just acolytes, qigongs, and within that, within three to four days, the pain was gone, but the healing process would have definitely taken place, you know. And I didn't go to a doctor. I put a poster on it. I didn't go to a doctor, and I couldn't walk on that leg, but it was swollen up for a little minute when I initially got back up off the ground when my ride came after I ran to Walmart that morning. Um, my leg was swollen and everything. I feel, when it happened, I could feel a bone or something move, you know. I popped my knee out of place. And uh, like I said, I didn't go back to the doctor so we could reset it or nothing. I just mind over matter. And that's how we, we've been moving here the past few years. You know, I ain't went to the doctor and, 
it's been more than seven years, but other than the VA because they want to make sure or whatever with all that, it's a, you know, I'm a disabled veteran. But I, I know from my own personal experience that by getting away from the extra low frequencies, I don't even listen to the rest. You know, and I know, and you know, like it's funny because when I let someone use my car, they may not turn the radio off. I don't know if they're doing it intentionally, but they have the volume all the way down because they know I don't listen to the radio. But for some reason, I can still hear the extra low frequency in my mind or whatever, and I notice that the radio is on. All of, although I see is just time on the clock, I'm like, hold on, what is that? So I turn the radio. I turn the you know, the actual switch off where you have to push the button to turn it off. They, they may not know that you have to push the button to turn it off or something, but I just, I just hear that X-low frequency for some reason, and I'll turn the radio all the way off. So, you know, I, I haven't listened to... This is just me personally. You know, I ain't special or nothing, but when I was going through this paranoid schizophrenic um, situation back in the 90s and they had labeled me at this stuff, I was trying to figure out why the heck am I paranoid about listening to radio and TV? What, is, what that got to do with it in the first place? But then when I went through the schooling at the comedic, um, University of Comedic Sciences with Dr. Valentine, you know, Phil Valentine, and I was really, you know, I'm wanting to learn about how to heal myself and how to heal whatever, you know, first self, then the source, get thanks, you know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to figure out what the heck wrong with me. Then we started... Um, build, he starts building on uh, the aspects of uh, technology, the advanced technology that we have, so-called based advanced technology, and how it's manipulating our psychology and heart system, chemtrail. So I really started studying on that, and I'm like, whoa, okay. So, you know, this whole thing with this uh, voice FM radio where this extra low frequency goes in um, one ear and then comes out the other ear, and it's a gust of wind and all that, I went through that. You know what I'm saying? So I heard these voices and all that. So these people are going through these mental issues and going back and forth to mental health, telling these doctors they're hearing voices and all that, and the doctor looking at them like they're crazy. They're really hearing these voices. But these voices are due to whatever the mechanisms of this advanced technology and how the extra low frequency can have a piggyback effect where information or these cinematic type of scenarios that can be induced inside the cellular structure where our information is being stored in the nucleus or the library in the cellular membrane, and then that exchange then can evolve into an actuality ultra-highly sensitive, and I was noticing that to where I didn't want it to drive me crazy, and I grew up in the rest, in rest homes, whereas my family, you know, they operate and run rest homes in group homes or, or uh, family care homes, you know what I'm saying, where we had um, so I, I guess being around them as I grew also gave me the awareness that they weren't like that when they first got there. So I noticed, I, did, I didn't want to be that way when I got older, you know what I'm saying, I'm a, I'm a man of my age, you know, at a certain age right now, and I feel 18, 20 years old. You know, mentally, physically, I mean, mentally, I might feel about 78, I don't know. But physically, I feel pretty good, you know, and I give thanks to every modality, Dr. Aline, Dr. Valentine, Brother Bob Hemmett, Brother Panic, all the, you know, I've moving through these transitions of listening to these guys, these guys and goddesses, you know, Jewel Polkman, 
Dr. Devin Blair get thanks. Francis Chris Wilson, Dr. Francis Chris Wilson get thanks. You know what I'm saying? We grew and, and got stronger by the information, you know, all of us have, you know, and really, apply, really applying the information that they have given us over these years. It's, I've seen great changes in my life, and I give thanks to all those brothers and sisters for doing what they've done, you know what I'm saying, in their transitions and then how they are infusing us, the younger generation, with the proper information, the proper guidance, the proper light, you know, the proper uh, sunlight and the proper water. So that in our exchange for information, as we transfer this energy, you know what I'm saying, and that's why it's of the utmost importance that we are noticing in our observation what and how we are participating with our reality in the exchange of our emotions. Because whatever we are showing the younger generation is being impressed upon their DNA, and that's how in turn they are going to be. You know, and I watch every day my family, you know, close ones, um, degenerate due to what has been taught to them, but they're, but they're also teaching their younger generation, their children, their grandchildren, the same information. They're not altering it and manipulating it and transferring the energy to a higher vibration. You know, and um, and it, it is in their unknowingness, but there, is, there are blockages that are occurring. And if we go in there as conscious Entities, you know what I'm saying? We these superheroes going in there, whatever. We can't go in there and change the energy back to them in the same manner. And that don't mean going there and try to be Jehovah's Witness and tell them everything. Oh, you know, no, he's lying or whatever on on the TV or media and all that. But let them know from where they at. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to put nothing. You know, don't try to put a a blanket over their head, hit them in the head kidnap them and, you know, take the blanket off their head and be like, this is what you need to know. You know, don't force it on because that can cause other issues, you know what I'm saying, later on. You know, when a person is ready, they're going to take and absorb the information properly and they're going to enjoy it. But like I was saying, through my experience and what I've learned through, you know, the great masters that came before, I've noticed that when applying those um, the information from doing rituals, from breathing properly and meditation, to um, from eating properly and getting the cells back online, you know, all of it is in, in accordance and all of it complies. All of it is in unison, basically. It's a, all of it is integral and intricate. It's very important, and it's all interconnected. Can't have one without the other. All of it's the same, basically. You know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing that's different about one aspect that's going to be, you know, outweigh the other. It's a balance. So they didn't even entrap the freedom. You know, so there is a balance there, trap and freedom. You know what I'm saying? So when we develop um, the true integrity of ourselves and, and that courage, is now being utilized properly over that fear. Then the fluids of our truth, you know what I'm saying, that watery essence, would then magnify and reflect outwardly the truth of our inner self. And it won't be based on that fear that's external. It will be based on the courage that has taken place to where we are now exchanging what is internal in that peace, you know, that love, harmony, balance, Truth, justice, 
basically, you know, my idol, the five pillars of Islam and whatnot, you know. So when we are exchanging that internal so-called struggle with jihad and we're putting two positive um, affirmations on top of that um, struggle or that negative situation, then the external values will be, you know, heightened and enhanced. And that's the upliftment of humanity. But if we go off of what these extra low frequencies is telling us and we only manipulate and exchange it back into the extra low frequency, then um, what it is is going to be what it already is, and there's no creation. You know, creation is bringing about something new. Even though it ain't nothing new on the sun, so to speak, you know what I mean? But mankind has developed um, all these synthetic realities by way of our energy being um, converted, inverted, and perverted. You know what I'm saying? So it's upside down all around the place. And it's by way of the perversion of our mentality. You know, everything has been perverted. All right, so again, we're speaking on entrainment. Um, speak on speaking going to music and how um hold on. Old one. Where is that at? It's right here. I think I'm getting to it. Um yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, there. Aloe vera water. Yeah, this good stuff right there. The order online is called Aloe Glow. Uh, A-L-O-E-G-L-O-E has four grams of water. I mean, four grams of sugar, so it's not going to be no hypoglycemic type of effect on you. And you already know aloe vera is good for all type of stuff. It keeps your skin right, hair right. As with immunity, it's just good stuff. It tastes good, too. I, I use it, like I said, I use this with my cereal. I don't use milk. I use, uh, you know, you got I order it off of uh, Amazon. It's organic aloe water. But I use this to cook rice with cereal, oatmeal, um, quinoa, farro, millet, whatever it is. I'm, if I'm going to cook something, I throw this water over on top of it. It's aloe vera water. It's called aloe glow again. A L O E G L O E. Don't get no O E though, man. You drink this aloe glow. All right, but um. Go back to what I was talking. Speaking on, did I find it? No, it's right here though. I'm gonna get to it in a second. Uh, I had it on here like twice. I just don't want to say it wrong, so I'm gonna look it up. I'll probably erase all of this. Oh well, right here, this is something this dude named Coleman wrote. He's a part of the um. Actually, this is Hal Becker. Yeah, Hal Becker, he's one of the uh, media experts back in the day for the Futures Group. Uh, but he said, I know the secret of making the average American believe anything I want him to, to let me control television. You put something on the television and it becomes a reality. If the world outside the TV set contradicts the images, people start trying, trying to change the world 
to make it look like a TV set image. Right. So we see that, you know. Again, the Tavistock Institute, who Hal Becker was uh, working for at that time, um, was established after World War One, and C, basically through uh, applied wartime experiences of psychological destruction, see if they could create some type of condition that would break down the psychology of man even in the absence of war or terror. So, you know, so they always had some type of fear element that's external to induce some type of manipulation of our energy on a fear um, type of exchange. And that, again, goes back to the extra low frequency, and the extra low frequency keeps us stuck in a physical uh, mentality to where everything that goes in, it might not be readily available at that time, but all the information that comes in on the extra frequency, which is on a long wavelength, it um, pretty much discombobulates the mind. And uh, that's where the disconnection comes in, and we're no longer left, right, or unified as one. And we're all over the place trying to find out who we are. Uh, so this is Walter Littman. He states this in the public opinion. This was something called The Pictures in Your Head. Um, Walter Littman was also a psychiatrist back in the day. He was, uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the nephew of uh, Sigmund Freud. Um, but he states right here, the pictures, is a quote, the pictures inside, inside the heads of human beings, the pictures of themselves, of others, of the needs and purposes and relationships are their public opinions. Yet those pictures which are acted upon by groups of people or by individuals acting in the names of groups our public opinions with capital letters, all right, with the capital letters. That's the corporate opinion, basically. That's the artificial opinion, you know what I'm saying? So those opinions with capital letters, those are the opinions that are being acted upon by groups of people and by individuals acting in the names of those groups. So, you know, groups of people, like you got your, uh, you got doctors at the hospital. Those are groups of people, but you then you got the hospital, you know, in general, you know, with the head, whoever do it at the top, but he or she is acting on um, the opinion of a group that's above them called compartmentalization. Compartmentalization, you know, compartment and utilization at the end. Compartmentalization. Compartmentalization. All right. So with you know our country, I yeah, uh-huh. it's a big word in the country living at the time. But anyway, it's a few. So uh, those pictures that act upon within those groups or those different compartments, they trickle down the pyramid or whatever all the way to the bottom. Then we get a little taste of it as it you know trickles down, and we call it uh, you know the public opinion. But the public opinion, we think it's true. Because it's being act, but even though it's being acted upon or being um, that energy has been transferred, that information being sent down that slope of the pyramid down to us. So these pictures in the human heads of themselves and others, and the needs and purposes of relationships are public public opinions, lowercase. But the pictures that are being acted upon, like you know whatever the media is telling us, and all that, as 
the corporate that's artificial is not real. So this terror and fear in the psychology of man, we or us in general, can be reduced to that childlike submissive state, and then that power of reasoning is clouded. You know, we got that stress going on, set rest. You know, set dark and, and rest meaning head or rest. So we got that dark mind or the clouded vision. And that's where this emotional, you know, when they, those emotional reactions and responses take place, it produces that stimulus that the system or these littles are looking for for that controlling aspect to take place. Well, so by controlling the level of stress, it's possible to induce a similar state in larger groups uh, of people whose behavior can be controlled and then manipulated at the same time. So the the more people that they have control by whatever is taking place externally and is given to us by TV and radio, then the easier it is for them to stay in control, but also to manipulate and control of each public. This is something else Walter Littman uh, um, written right here in, in this book, Public Opinion. Um, the mass of absolutely, quote, the mass of absolutely illiterate or feeble-minded, grossly neurotic, undernourished, and frustrated individual is very considerable. Much more considerable, there is reason to think that when we generally, much more considerable, it is, uh, there is reason to think than we generally suppose. Thus, a wide popular appeal is circulated among persons who are mentally children or barbarians, whose lives are a morass of entanglement people whose vitality is exhausted, shedding people, and people whose experience is compre- has comprehended. So basically what he's saying, quote, basically what he's saying right here is massive, absolutely literal, feeble-minded, grossly neurotic, undernourished, and frustrated individuals is very considerable, much more considerable there is reason to think than we generally suppose. Saying right there that those individuals, weak-minded, uh, you know, people that can't read well uh, or people that are not attuned to uh, higher consciousness or awareness, left and right brain activity, who are disconnected to their own natural process of who they are naturally, That they what he's saying is much more considerable as far as being able to manipulate them and brainwash them and then control them. So that's a wide popular appeal is circulated among persons who are mentally children or barbarians. So they look, they look, and target those individuals to do itself in those areas because it's easier to control them because they're already in the situation that has um, been, that is basically stomping them out, you know what I'm saying, and stifling our energy, you know what I'm saying, it's exhausting us. And it's just people whose vitality is exhausted, certain people, and people whose experience has comprehended. So they didn't got tired of living, basically. Their energy is exhausted, it's shut in. So it's like, turn on TV, listen to the radio. You know, that was then. Now it's now, though. We walk around with, the, you know, with the iPhone or whatever the phone is, maybe. And we might not be listening to a radio or TV, but it's the same effect. The box, now it's in our hand, and we go straight back into the box. We get out the box. Like the brother said, you've seen, uh, if y'all have been checking out uh, YouTube, your thanks. Dr. Eileen got that gift the other day. It was beautiful, too, the old McHead. That was beautiful right there. That was shiny and it was nice. I was like, wow, that's beautiful. On a Cuban link too, if I'm not mistaken. But um, 
get out the box. You know, the brother opened up, I guess he uh, opened up a, um, a jewelry store. He makes his own jewelry and what and whatnot, which is beautiful, too. It's a wonderful gift that the brother has or, or the family has, whatnot. So, um, yeah, it was a beautiful armor here that he presented to the king like that. Yet, you know, the statement is get out the box. So, you know, we got to sometimes, you know, utilize it for the purpose that it's intended for. You know, so that's intent over force, you know, mind over matter. If we're going to do something with these boxes, you know, let's do the right thing with it and keep moving. You know, I don't want to spend six hours of my day in front of this thing. No deal. It's not happening. If I got to, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm working on a video for that Trap of Freedom job. So I, I tend to, you know, have to sit down in front of the laptop for a few seconds and get things together, whereas, you know, I'm not going to be sitting there just scrolling through, um, just looking for nothing, basically, you know, slowly. You know, like I say, we're going somewhere fast, but let's go somewhere slow. You know, so take our time. And, and you know, this radio and TV, like we, I was speaking earlier, was initially brought to the forefront for one reason, as a weapon against man. You know, so those X low frequencies was coming out of these TVs and radios, you know, the 60 hertz, you know what I'm saying? It really hurts. And the unknowingness is that's half the battle. So remember, when you go to bed at night, unplug everything, sleep in dark. That includes your, your alarm clock. You know, opening blinds, well, when that sun pops, you know, you might not get used to it the first night or two, but when that sun come up, you you will rise. You will get up too, because that sun to be on your forehead, especially in the summertime. And you see, you got your bed going towards the east, and then you got your blinds right there at your window. You know what I'm saying? That sunlight come through there, pop on that forehead, get you sweating while you sleep. You don't have no flies in your house either. <laughs> I don't. I don't have an air conditioner on in my home, especially while I'm, I'm resting. So. um you know, so it get a little, it might, you know, 90 degree days and, you know, going to bed at night with no air on. I don't have no cover on me, but, you know, I found that it's um, beneficial for the rejuvenation of, and the process of melatonin within the body, sleeping in the dark, no power on, you know what I'm saying? And it's not just the healing of the body, it's the healing of the spirit, soul, you know, we're not the mind and the emotions too, you know, so because the 60 hertz, remember you know, anything 13 to 60 or whatever that that hurts is uh, built on 12 to 60, but that's agitation and activity, basically. It's when we're alert, but it also could be a state of agitation. So if I'm going to sleep again with 60 hertz all around in my house, I'm not really getting a good night's sleep. I'm getting a horrible sleep because I'm being agitated by all that 60 hertz jumping off of my brain wave. You know what I'm saying? And getting all this information that's not necessarily embedded upon my psychology and my field. All right, so, you know, unplug. Unplug. Do you Neo without the Neo? You know, this is a, this is First World Order radio here, not New World Order radio. Neo, meaning new. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, being Neo is also one, so it's first. All right. So, you know, just to reiterate again, extra low frequencies and trap music versus uh, freedom music and extra high frequencies or um, 
the straw man versus the sovereign, you know. So this is not really a versus type of thing either. Again, this is a correspondence, you know. This is not a duality. This is a polarity, you know. As the good sister Makaya um, mentioned last week, we was building, and uh, she uh, they mentioned that we're looking at all these things like track of freedom in general, as far as like this uh, topic is concerned, as being a duality uh, and the two opposing forces that are battling each other. In actuality, it's not a versus. It is a unification of two forces that correspond yet are opposite. So they coexist and complement each other, yet they're two opposites like man and woman, trap of freedom. You know, so trap trap can have its positive aspects when we are able to acquire the energies properly to um transfer that energy into a high vibration. You know, with every extra low frequency, we need to have two ultra-high frequencies. So we bring it up two notches. Every time we notice that exchange is about to be on that emotional avenue of being low end, put it back on that high end with two positive, higher vibrations and see what happens on that manifestation process outside of that. That aloe water is something special. Well, give thanks and uh, appreciate you guys for tuning in tonight and taking part in uh, Trap of Freedom Part 2. It's coming from, you know, different. Basically, I just wanted to touch bases on, on what it is that is uh, taking place as far as extra low waves, extra low frequencies. And a matter of fact, on the closing, I'm going to play this on the way out right here. It's extra low frequencies, and it's these, uh, um, I think some Albion speaking on it, where you just peep what they say. And then I'm going to go ahead and fade out with the uh, closing song. I'll take a couple closing songs. This is the radio itself or whatever. Yeah, it ain't the research uh, radio project, though, a radio research project, though, you know what I'm saying? And this is not tap stuff, but whatever. This is this is true here, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of things are taking place that we may not have uh, knowledge on or information on, you know what I'm saying? And and being coming from where I'm coming from, you know, and going through certain things that I've went through and still going through, still learning every day. And just uh, from my own personal experience, as I say, you know, everyone's experience is different. Everyone's truth is different. I've been hitting the head with these extra low frequencies. I was in the military, you know, I was getting inoculated and all that good shit. So when I got out the military, you know, I don't know if it's due to the fact that being in the military and being closer to that extra low, a, a little type of, uh, you know, systematic brainwashing, whatever techniques that were going on that may have been in conjunction to me being able to hear that that wave go in and all that, the fuzziness and all that, and hearing the voices and everything, and then coming on the other end, going actually 10 years later after that initially took place, going into um, the University of Comedic Sciences with Dr. Valentine, and him actually speaking on that, I ain't really told nobody about that. And he's speaking on the same technology that I heard going in my brain. I thought I was going crazy through and the doctors, you know, take more medicine. Here you go. 
And so they gave me more medication, you know. But as I was going through the transition and wanted to learn more about how to heal oneself naturally and that, so, you know, that was one of the doors that I chose to go through with that uh, University of Comedic Sciences. And um, he was speaking on the very thing from the jump that was uh, pretty much altering my psychology and causing me to be paranoid, schizophrenic or whatever. And I definitely wasn't going to take no more medicine. I'll give thanks to that brother and then Dr. Aline outside of that two years or three years later after that, um, learning those different modalities, then going to Dr. Aline and actually learning how to breathe properly. And what breath, Dr. Valentine spoke on meditation and breathing. We didn't go into the actual applications. With Dr. Aline, we went through applications, learned more. I learned more about breathing and more about what the breath has to offer when in its activation in the physical body as well as in the internal um, personifications of our mag- how we manifest and magnetize things towards us through breath and the law of attraction, but also how it, it can um, be unified with all things in our walk. You know what I'm saying? It's all this, everything vibrates and everything is vibrating through some type of mechanism of connection. One of the one things that all humans have to do and all things that is alive on the planet Earth have to do together is breathe. Regardless, we breathe, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's breathing. Everybody got blood, you know, whatever, everybody. So, you know, I give thanks to them brothers for instilling a lot of information that um, after the ap- application and going through certain things, all of it I don't talk about, all of it I might not do every day. But the ones that have, uh, in my own availability of being beneficial, I stuck to it. You know, I've been very assertive, and I get thanks for the ancestors staying on my back. <laughs> but in, at any rate, you know what I'm saying, um, let's get away from those extra low frequencies as much as possible. And in our, when we do have to be around them, you know, always remember, obtain, retain, and cultivate. So, you know, eventually we're going to have to uh, get everything back online. Well, in order to get everything back online, online properly, we will have to utilize these techniques and, and applications that the ancients have passed down, some of them, you know what I'm saying, and, and then formulate our own thing and do our own thing to where, in our own experience, it's beneficial. All right, so get things. I'm going to play this and then pan out. All right, it's been beautiful. Peace, prosperity, protection, and good health. You go back to 1972, and you look in the congressional records, and I think it was in the middle of the year, there was Army representatives uh, giving testimony in front of uh, a congressional committee stating that there can be mind control waves uh, that can piggyback human brain waves, and people think it's coming from their own thoughts, but they can be controlled. Yes. And they said that that was back in 1972, in the beginning of the Montauk Project, and they were saying how how vital that would be for national security. Yeah, so that's yeah. a long, 37 years ago, and that was uh, being discussed. Right, and that's from the ELF. Mm-hmm. And they knew that even back then. And so you can just imagine what they've done since that time. That, that's right. That's right. And I, I told you about the, um, the time down in Lower Manhattan. There was a billboard, and it had uh, 
had like a speaker on top of it, and it was a billboard from for some paranormal show that was on cable. And when you walked by it, all of a sudden you heard a voice in your head going, turn around, turn around. Do you believe? Do you believe? And you see all these people in the street just freaking out, you know? And, and it, this billboard was advertising in their heads. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really amazing. That that was amazing. That scared the hell out of me. And people hated it so much they they kept ripping down this loudspeaker, uh-huh. and they had to keep putting it back up again. But who wants to hear a voice in your head? I mean, is it still there? Uh, you know, I haven't been down there in a while. I think it was on Broom Street. Um, but I went down there. Uh, I was going to a bookstore, and I figured, you know, while I'm down there, let me check it out. But I haven't been down there since. But uh, yeah, you know. Oh, we have a question from the chat room. What does Stuart think, or what is his perception of the constant, loud, high-pitched whistling in our ears? Oh, that that is uh, ELF that you're hearing. Right. You know, when you, that's one of the symptoms of the ELF because what happens is that it's an extremely low frequency, mm-hmm. and it keeps the uh, inner ears, uh, the bones, vibrating at a very high rate. And you get that humming or, or buzzing sound in there. That's right. And if it's in uh, the left ear, it's physical, right? It's coming from a physical Correct. source. Yes. And if it's in the right ear, it's coming from a non-physical Correct. source. Correct. That's right. Would would that be from the astral level? Yeah, because the government does use technology in the lower astral levels uh, that can affect the physical. And they, of course, it's much easier to deal with things from that level because it's undetectable and uh, very easily can be manipulated. And how about people who who claim they hear voices from uh, angels? They think they're talking to their spirit. Well, that's one of two things. That's either coming from their programming matrix, what what I call the virtual matrix in the mind that Mm -hmm. comes forward and, and gives them instructions, and or can be satellite transmissions of ELF waves that piggyback their brain waves, and they think that it's coming uh, from some external angelic force. Right. And then you have the um, the puppet programming. Where mm-hmm. That's from a lot of channelers who are, who, mm-hmm. who, who claim they switch into uh, another persona, yeah. and they start changing their voice and their appearance, or they start talking in a foreign language. I know somebody who does that. Oh, there's so many out there that do that. And again, that's all programming that's coming from within their matrix. Uh, sometimes it is triggered by satellite, sometimes uh, cell tower. There's many different forms of triggers. Yeah, ATD, above the dome. Trap of freedom, the family, tradition, heritage, the missing links, spiritual miracles, the awakenings, the walking sphinx. It's time to eat, food for thought, the meta magician. Holy rainwater flows off my altar, channel through the seasons, elevate the reasons. What's the purpose of life to the living, death to the conscious? At the end of days, clash of the titans. Zombies running rampant, Christ in the pamper, looking for a lamp, revving at the church, plugging in the amp, 
rock of the ages, son of the undead, vampire, immortal rage, I bleed red ink on the page, words and truth, no signature, tis the blur from invisible literature, sitting at the dock of the base of Otis, having rituals, turn the lights off, it can get real quick, sir, melting pot mix, I'm in search for a fix, walking backwards, looking forwards, patiently waiting, don't ignore it, holding two swords like peace signs aimed at your board. Tuesday, another tips and tricks Tuesday, tips and tricks Tuesday, another news day, northeast, west, southwest, not here to confuse the day, just a fuse the way, uh, another tips and tricks Tuesday, tips and tricks Tuesday, another news day, northeast, west,